You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Aside from the implementation date, which there is some uncertainty now, um, I think um, a very uh, uh, a very welcome change um, is that um, availability of seed capital. Previously, the proposal was twenty five thousand rand maximum. Now we have a proposed maximum of thirty thousand rands. So what that means, ten uh, percent. Um, the greater of 10% uh, of the vested component, that means uh, what is already in retirement funds on implementation date, or maximum of 30,000 uh, rands. So what that means is that um, on the implementation date, um, members of retirement funds will be able to access uh, part of that seeding capital um, from uh, of, of that amount uh, from their retirement funds. Um, that is uh, subject to a, a directive application process. The administrator um, of the fund will need to apply to SARS for a directive um, on the amount of uh, PAYE to be withheld. But generally, uh, members can look forward to the seeding capital on implementation date. Um, what is a key uh, change uh, from um, existing rules is that your seeding capital will be taxed at the marginal income tax rate. Um, that's the maximum rate of 45%. Um, and, you know, usually if you have retirement fund uh, withdrawal lump sums or lump sum withdrawals, there is a special lump sum table. Um, and what members need to understand is that that lump sum table does not apply. It's your normal income tax tables that apply. Thank you. So, um, Jun Chong, with regard to this uh, implementation date, so uh, Parliament's Finance Committee, uh, they've basically said they want this to start on the 1st of March 2024, which is next year. But it goes against the advice of uh, Treasury as well as the retirement industry. So what are some of the concerns that uh, Treasury and the retirement industry have raised uh, with regard to this implementation date? So the industry through ASISA, um, the their submission which they make made said that the industry needs at least 12 to 18 months from the time um, legislation is finalized. Um, that is because there's so much uh, that needs to be done before we can actually implement these systems. Um, you need to have members education, you need to train your Um, uh, members, um, uh, uh, your service providers, your you need to have um, training within the administrators themselves um, to educate members. Um, and this is such a fundamental change that um, overall industry training for members uh, needs to be implemented. In addition to that, um, there is the liquidity concerns. Um, if you have uh, implementation of 1 March 2024, that's barely four months away, that's just over three months, um, you're going to have millions who will access their retirement funds, seeding capital from 1 March 2024 onwards. Um, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't think anyone, you can understand the, the kind of liquidity concerns that 
administrators will face. There will be millions of applications of directives um, to SARS, which need to be processed. Um, there's continual engagement um, between the industry and SARS to see if there is a perhaps a, a possibility of uh, a simplified directive process or uh, perhaps a, a, a fixed rate, um, which is, you know, the pros and cons to that, to try and process this directive process um, faster. Because at the moment, your annual, your um, usual date for director's application process is um, sometimes, uh, it's at least 21 business days, and perhaps shorter ones will be five business days. So, you can imagine that members are expecting to get access to the seeding capital um, on 1 March 2024, but your systems may not be ready. Um, your systems may not be ready in terms of the retirement administrators being able to um, implement the allocation process on the you know, vested component, savings components, retirement component. Um, the systems may not be ready because um, your directives process um, between source and the retirement fund administrators may not be ready. Um, and liquidity may not be ready because you don't want to um, have huge um, sell-offs in the markets and creating a, a, a significant impact to the prices um, of um, the investments in the market and at the same time affecting the um uh, retirement interests of, uh, you know, which are in the vested components and the retirement components. So there are huge concerns, huge technological changes which need to be implemented before we can have this um, implementation date of the two-component system. So those concerns are really worrying because there could be, uh, from what you've just explained, so many unintended consequences. And, uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see how all of that plays out. But going forward from there, um, with regard to uh, members' contributions to their retirement funds, now with the two-part system in place, how will that be affected? So going forward uh, from implementation date, whatever that date may be, um, aside from your um, uh, Provident Fund members who are more than 55, um, the default position is that you will have your contributions that you make to retirement funds allocated one-third to the savings component um, and two-thirds to the retirement components. Um, what that means is that um, your savings component, you can have access to one annual withdrawal a year, um, but your retirement component, you cannot access at all, even if you um, resigned. Um, uh, you can only access the retirement component on retirement. So the two-thirds contributions from uh, implementation date will have to be um, annuitized um, on retirement. So that essentially is um, the major change. Um, so that preservation of retirement component is believed to, um, over time, result in a greater um, retirement savings. Uh, so even if you compare, um, there has been actual studies done, um, and they have found that even by allowing individuals to access that one-third savings component, 
which is excess and tax at the marginal income tax rates annually, even if you allow that one third to be withdrawn annually, that preservation of that two thirds retirement component until retirement, which has to be annuitized, will result in overall, over the long term, greater savings um, and preservation of uh, retirement funds for members and for the industry overall. And uh, just from your perspective as, uh, you know, someone who works in the space has, you know, quite a bird's eye view of what is going on. um, What is your view? Uh, Should the implementation date be pushed back or uh, should it be a go as uh, the portfolio committee or or rather the uh, finance committee members would like to see next year? Um. Uh, my view um, is uh, definitely that it must be postponed um, until 1 March 2025 at the very least. Um, this is because of the many of parts of the legislation which still needs to be ironed out. For example, defined benefit funds. Um, the uh, process to calculate how much to which the amount to go into the savings component and retirement component um, is is still to be determined. In fact, that's one of the aspects which are uncertain. Um, and if it cannot be determined one-third, two-thirds split, then it must be done in a fair and equitable manner, which is approved by the F- FSCA, um, using an alternative method, um, which is approved by the FSCA. Now, um, the, the biggest, um, you know, your defined benefit funds are, for example, your GEPF, um, so that is a huge concern because um, we, we appreciate that members uh, of retirement funds want access to the savings component, um, seed capital. We completely understand and empathize um, with these concerns. But so many aspects of the legislation and the implementation and the processes are still um, being discussed and being ironed out. And, you know, as they always say, the devil is in the detail. Um, and one of the aspects, of course, is, is the defined benefit fund, um, you know, process of allocation, allocating between the two component system. Um, another important aspect which must be implemented properly is the question of educating members. Access to the seeding campaign capital and the impact of that um, on your overall retirement savings. Um, We appreciate that um, the Parliament Finance Committee is, of course, very concerned with uh, wanting to enable individuals access to their retirement funds. But this should not be at the expense of certainty um, and trust between members and the um, retirement fund administrators. Um, Right. that if there is an expectation created that individuals can have access from 1 March onwards, 2024, and the systems are not in place because they don't have time to get that implemented, then there is going to be an issue of, well, administrators will be blamed for that. But it's not really the administrator's fault. They have always said we need 18 months at the very least and from the time legislation is finalized and the bill has only been tabled now on 1 November 2023. Well, thank you so much for your time and for helping us uh, unpack that uh, Jun Chong tax partner at Weber Wenzel. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide.
our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.